Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I am Michael Cole. And I am Matthew Cravat. All right. So, uh, first of all, I want to uh, just jump right in and address the YouTube uh, viewers. Oh, uh, uh, the YouTube controversy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I am poorly lit because the sun is setting, but the sun makes this room so much better lit, so I'm not going to close the shades because uh, you'll see by the end of the video. It is. Um, so, but I was, what I was about to say was that it doesn't really matter because no lighting can make me look worse. So, uh, anyway. Or better for that matter. Or better, yeah. So, no, no, light, no, lighting, wait, no lighting does make you look better. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway. Today's uh, today's topic for discussion, and we're going to also for, sorry, listeners, we've got a special uh, thing to mention, which is this is our 50th episode. So because of that, we th I thought we would do a two-parter, although we're not going to call them 50A and B. We'll call them 50 and 51. I'm not getting all, I'm not fucking up the numbering system for it, but I just thought that we could do two. We're doing a get ahead anyway because of uh, your anniversary. Uh, next week you're going away, and I happen nah, I'll be away. You know, going away is a strong term. Yeah, On Saturday, my wife tested positive for COVID. On Sunday, my daughter tested positive for COVID. This morning, my son tested positive for COVID. We are not going away next week. No, I didn't know. I, isn't the yeah. quarantine time five days now? Yeah, but I mean, Joseph just got sick today, so he'll be sick into the week. And who knows? I mean, I'm just saying, who knows if they're healthy enough yeah, for yeah. us to just leave them behind or gotcha, you know, gotcha. whatever. So. Yeah. But or my, I may be sick by then. That's the other thing is, do, do I escape getting yeah. it be, before they all get better? True, true. So, yeah, I I had talked about, uh, you know, with you about doing this episode. Um, you had mentioned that you were going to be not potentially not able to record next week or likely not able to record next week. And next week's not going to work great for me because I'll be getting home at like midnight on Monday from, uh, from New Hampshire. And so I'll probably be pretty, uh, tired on Tuesday after work. So get ahead and, uh, two parter it timing wise could not have worked better. Topic wise could not have worked better. Uh, I will say before before I introduce the topic, I want to just mention one other. Actually, no, fuck it. We'll we'll talk. Okay, the topic we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Uh, topic for today's uh, two episodes, or you know, this week's episode and next week's episode, is anniversaries and celebrations and commemorate. Celebrate good times. Come on. Well, it doesn't have to just be good times. It's just uh, any celebrate bad times. Come on. Anniversary. Any. Uh, commemoration or memorial or anything else. So it, just the, you know, acknowledging the passing Long of time. Now, one of the things that I had hoped would happen for tonight's episodes, which did which did not happen, uh, is that I wanted Adam. Um, so for listeners, Adam was on our very first episode, and Adam is mine and Matthew's business partner. Adam and I created the idea of Chocolate Diamond. Uh, 15 16 years ago but but matthew adam and i created the actual company back in june so he's our business partner although interestingly enough him and matthew have never met and really 
other than messaging back me in the group message, they've never talked. So we haven't even addressed each other. They have not even addressed each other. Um, He's chocolate, you're diamond, I'm media. Yeah, you are. I mean, <laughs> that kind of fits kind of fits the, the the whole thing. So yeah, um, so Adam was is not available to to do this episode because he is on vacation with his wife celebrating their anniversary. So it it was I want to do anniversaries because it's our fiftieth uh, episode, and then it just happened that your anniversary is next week and his anniversary is this week. So pretty pretty good time. So I suppose uh, I'll ask you, you this question. Um, I know this is your you're wedding make anniversary. Do, you're making you make me do math, aren't you? No. This is your what you already told me two, a couple weeks ago that this is thirty one or thirty two. Uh, what is it? Hold Just tell me the year. Yeah, thirty one. Yeah. Um. So, no. The question question I was going to ask is, do you celebrate other anniversaries with Madhavi? Like first date, like first people's? kiss, anything? No. <laughs> no, like Sarah and I, we have our first. Uh, we have our our wedding anniversary, and we also celebrate to some extent our um our date anniversary. Our date anniversary being our wedding anniversary is two days after her birthday. It's especially now that Logan's in school. It is the first week of sec second week of September, so like he's right in school. So it's just hard for us to do anything. So we've gone away a bunch on our dating anniversary instead, which is the first week of November. We don't know the exact date of our first date, but what we do consider is we consider Labor Day the anniversary of us being a couple. So like we probably went out for lunch once or twice, you know, and just up like the first, like in the end of August, because when semester starts here, we met first week of school, and and we we remember distinctly that the following year, Labor Day weekend, we went away for the weekend to celebrate that it's our one year anniversary as a couple ish. Like we decided that then that that would be the weekend we did we to celebrate our couple day. Nice. We actually, it was funny. We were going with a bunch of other people up to uh, King's Dominion yeah. in Virginia, and everyone else flaked out. So it ended up just me and her, and we're driving up I-95, and we get to the um, the Philip Morris Cigarette Company on the side of the highway where there's a giant cigarette in front of the building that's like all the different labels of the cigarette brands um, put together. And I said, you know, that's my landmark that it's six more hours to my house or three hours back, you know, to campus. And she's like, six hours to your house. Let's go to your house instead of King's Dominion. So we just kept driving up 95 and went um, to my fraternity house first and surprised my brother, I think, because he was in my fraternity and said, hey, we're going to go surprise mom and dad. And he's like, idiot, it's Labor Day weekend. They're not home. They're in the Poconos for our annual Labor Day folk music party. So we went back to Brooklyn, had dinner at my friend's restaurant, spent the night in Brooklyn, and the next day drove up and crashed the party and surprised my parents at their party. And the next nice. couple of years, we drove up Labor Day for the party. Nice. Um, all right, now back to the regular feed. So anyway, pay, uh, non-patrons, in case you're wondering, you just <laughs> missed a great story that's an exclusive for this episode. Um, and Great is an exaggeration. I mean, 
Yeah, no, I've told that story way better in the past, but no, it was not that good. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's you know, it's a story. So um, more anniversaries. Tomorrow is the um, 43rd anniversary of my bar mitzvah. I will have been a man 43 years tomorrow as of, as of this record. I'll have been a man 20 years next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> As we just established yeah, for patrons. Just established. We got, we got, so we got lots of anniversary. We'll do other, I got anniversary stories up the wazoo. I'm, well, we can do stories, years. but I also want to talk about anniver- the idea of anniversaries. Um, so like, I, I don't know how aware you are of this, but I'm not a holiday person. I don't give a fucking shit about any holidays. Um, I don't. I, I Like, if I could skip Christmas, I would. It's just been basically told to me that I can't. Yeah, well, you're a Jatheist, so you don't have to. Celebrate. As my friend Chris used to say, "You're a damn stinking Jew. You don't have to do Christmas." Yeah, you're a, you're a Jatheist ma- married to a Hindatheist, so <laughs> with, with a there's no Hindu Christmas kids. in any of that cat in any of that Venn diagram. And then my son married a Muslim, so yeah. But uh, I, I don't. I don't know Christmas. Yeah. So yeah, there's no no Christmas. I do have in a there. Catholic sister-in-law. Oh. Anyway, um, what was I starting to say? Oh, but I, mean, I do think we could really talk about... care about holidays, so so anniversaries right. probably aren't that big of a deal. No, actually, I like anniversaries personal. a lot. I think that I find anniversaries to be really. I it's weird. Birthdays and, and anniversaries are more my thing than holidays. Like I don't give a fuck like, about like Washington's birthday, Lincoln's birthday, those big ones too. No, no, no. But like, like you're going to be turning fifty six in a month or so. Uh, a little less than a month, right? 56 or 57? Six. Six, yeah. That's what I see, I know. November 1st. 1957. 1967. The way I, <laughs> <laughs> the way I remember it is Sunday was my best friend from childhood's birthday, and yeah. I call him every year on his birthday, and he's like, talk to you in 31 days. Click at the end. And calls oh, yeah. me on my birthday. That's, we were like, you know, we, we were raised in the crib together because our moms were friends. His actual, his aunt was our next door neighbor. So yeah. literally, when she came to see her sister, he got plopped down in my crib. So we were together since cribhood. Yeah, and isn't your best friend now uh, Halloween? Yep. See, yeah. I'm doing okay. See, it, trying... what's, my, what, what's my mother's birthday then? Come on, let's, let's keep it up. I'm not sure that I ever knew that. Day before Halloween. Oh. We're back, back. I know back. that that Leah's is around is sometime around now too, right? It is um, thirteen days from now. Sixteenth okay. Monday, the sixteenth. Oh, nice, nice. She'll be twenty-one, ladies and gentlemen. She's single, twenty-one. Yeah. Activist, plays, sings like an angel. Yeah, likes ramen. So my my cousin turned twenty-one back in June. Doing life without parole. No one cooks to me right, but Uncle Mike tried. Uncle Mike tried. Cousin, Sorry. but yeah, but you're old. Yeah, so she turned. My cousin turned twenty one in in uh, in Prison. June, and her her and my her, her brother and I were talking when we were on vacation back in August, and he was like, he's like, you I'm know, get her drunk and sleep with her. We make a video. Uh, it's, it's, his it's his sister. It's his sister. We make a video. It's gonna be great. No, he was telling me he goes, he goes, you know, you know, sibs uh, no, gross. He's not Heath. Uh, he, uh, he, he, um, 
He was like, you know, you know uh, when when her birthday is, right? I'm like, sometime in mid June, right? He goes, yeah, uh, June of 2002. And he said, and he goes, and there was uh, in her graduating class in high school, there was a lot of kids that were born like the same week as her that all had the same birthday, and they all turned 21 this past June. He goes, what was nine months before mid June 2002? And I'm like, holy fuck! And he goes, yeah, she's a 9/11 baby. Yeah. <laughs> So that's one of the weird things is uh, my dad and my uh, middle son share a birthday and we know exactly when we got, when we conceived my son because my other son was five months old. So there weren't very many opportunities. Yeah. So we know exactly. So I'm like, I know when my dad was conceived because it was actually on Valentine's day. I'm like, well, uh, that's uh, an official, you know, a day where it really could happen. Yeah. I don't know if in 1937 Valentine's day was as, celebrated by jewish immigrants as it is today so I'm not, i don't really know if that's exactly right but it was exactly his due date and it's when he was born yeah maybe your grandparents just fucked every night could be could be and my dad was a c-section so he may have been late even damn it you said what do you say 37 1937 yeah my, my grandmother was 40 when he was born he was my was my grandfather's second wife so, yeah so it was a, he was so that meant probably the complications of her age made it made it a c-section regardless of whether he was early or late sure but like c-sections were not yeah. quite yeah dangerous for her yeah yeah dangerous i mean i i was a c-section in 1984 I mean, and and i've been told that it was kind of a big Mc, pain in the ass back then. Was a c-section and that was in the 1600s yeah but a lot of, but up until the last century women yeah. died in childbirth probably as often as not right yeah, so yeah. yeah um it's funny too because when um when we were uh my dad you know just just got through some cancer treatments and the first time we were in the hospital for endoscopy to see why he couldn't swallow they asked when the last time he was in the hospital was and he goes 79 and they go well you're 81 now he goes no 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 1979 i had kidney stones and they're like what about before that he goes nah november 17th 1937 i was a (laughs) c-section Like those were his hospital visits at that point. Nice. I I don't like. I don't. I should pre- pre- preface this with saying like uh, I am doing okay dentally, but I don't go to the dentist nearly often enough. I went uh, on my the day after day after my birthday this year because I had some pain because I have a filling from when I was like thirteen that is starting to wear away because it's been there for twenty five years now um and so i was i'm having some pain with that and i'm going to need to get that ref, you know fixed but like otherwise my dent my dental stuff is in pretty decent shape considering and but before my birthday i went in it was it was i i remember this because i got laid off so trump got elected on tuesday i got laid off on friday and my dent, my last dental appointment before last month was the week of those two things happening. Uh, so that was six years ago. So oh, get out the sonic chisel to clean your teeth. Yeah. No, no, no. So, so anyway, so there was a, so they were just like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I need to go again. I still, I still haven't finished up everything yet. They had to price it out with uh, insurance, which is great. Um, and then, but the time before that, so that was 2000 and. 16 in november 2016 
the time that I went before that was when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, which was the day that George W. Bush was reelected in 2004. So, so that, I hadn't been in 12 years. So it was, and I know you were probably a Republican then, but I was just say, like whenever something painful happens in politics, you just go for personal pain. That's worse to try to, to bury the pain. Yeah, no, I was a Republican. I voted for Bush. Then I went to the, then I went to go get my wisdom teeth taken out. I voted in Massachusetts, so my vote meant nothing. Um, and I do, you know, I I do regret it, but so don't, you know, don't cancel me. Well, if you can't be accepted for a change, then why bother trying? Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, the topic I want to talk about. I'm going to add it to the Trello board. I have a topic. Yeah. I just need to research the topic better. Have you been looking at all of the? So I, I'm adding all the all of them to the Google Doc, and then when I think we're one's coming up on deck in the next couple of weeks, I'm adding it to Trello board. the The Google Doc's getting long. <laughs> I stopped looking at it because I'm looking at the Trello board. Okay, well, yeah, I don't care. I mean, you don't have to do it. Sarah just heard me say so, anyways, and just texted me so, anyways. Oh, what did Matthew say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing this particular time. Um. No, but I, uh, yeah, the the Google Doc, I probably have like 30 or 40 topics up. So speaking of anniversaries. Yeah. On the first anniversary, second anniversary, second anniversary of my bar mitzvah. So, you know, uh, anniversary of tomorrow um, was the second anniversary. When I was 15. Uh, well, just about to turn 15. So my birthday comes slightly after. Uh, I slept with two women for the first time. I mean, Meaning? Wait, in sleeping, we were in sleeping bags, fully clothed, but we, they, I was at a music festival and these two girls made the mistake of telling me that they shared a sleeping bag for warmth, like two beds pushed together as a camp and their yeah. sleeping bags, one on top of the other, like, so it's a bedspread and a blanket and they slept together for warmth. And of course, being a horny 15 year old, I made all kinds of uh, implications of what they were doing all night. And to prove that no, nothing was going on, they said, you could even sleep in the bed with us. So I did. How old were they? Uh, they were both like six months younger than me, so I was about to turn fifteen. So they were fourteen and a half. Okay, I didn't know if it was like, like a no, wild no, different age. No, it was uh lots of groping going on for me though, them smacking my hand and, and moving it away, and it's like, so I'm gonna turn my back on you. Great, go up your ass. I don't care. So lots of playful groping, and one of them finally said, you know, I don't care that you're doing this, but I need to sleep. And so she got out of the bed, and this other girl who was like sixteen and a half took her place. And I started groping her, and she's like, "You don't even like me." I'm like, "I don't know. You're next to me." She goes, "You got tits, don't she's you?" She's like, "Do it. Every, like, do whatever you want." And then one of the girls that just held my hand to her breast, so it was in one spot, and she knew where it was safe. <laughs> Drifted off to sleep like a baby. A girl that I liked in high school um, used to say, "They're just, they're just big sacks of fat. I don't give a fuck." And like. We were at a party like one time, like a it was a theater party because we were theater kids, and she was like, "They're big sacks of fat. I don't care." And I was like, "If you don't care, can I just like squeeze one?" And she goes, "Yeah." And then like five of us took turns <laughs> squeezing them, but we did get consent, unlike what you just said. So no, no, they, they, they were consenting. They were just giggling and 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 saying, "Can we go to sleep now? Can we go to sleep now?" Yeah. Like, There's a one really easy way to put me to sleep. I don't know if it would have been that easy. It's 15. It would have taken 
It's taking you 30 seconds to, although you Each might have relo reloaded, I guess. <laughs> Each time. Yeah. So. And, um, I, and I'll say for the record, I don't think I made out with either one of the girls that weekend. I did with both of them over the years later because we had long-term um, relationships and friendships and, and, and went out of relationships with them. But um, but not that time. They, it just And it was, you know, over the, over the close in October in Pennsylvania with multiple layers on. So I felt lots of claw. Yeah. <laughs> So, are there any other anniversaries that maybe not yeah. so relationship? We also, well, Sorry. we well, maybe we've tried to finish the relationship on them. We also celebrate May the fourth, Star Wars Day, um, because that's the day I proposed to my wife officially in front of her parents. Got my father's um, approval and mother's blessing, and got it down on one knee and proposed. And I nice. did it on May fourth, so I would not forget the date. Yeah, uh, when when Sarah had her first ultrasound with Logan. The the ultrasound tech told us like oh the um the due date is May fourth and I I teared up and <laughs> and the woman goes oh such a proud daddy and Sarah goes it's Star Wars Day <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's kind of like when um we had an ultrasound for Jacob that um, from the angle it looked like he was going to be a girl so we it said on our records girl. And we assumed that he was going to be a girl. And then when he was born, uh, it ended up being a C-section after three hours of, 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 of trying to deliver it. It turned out he was nine pounds, three ounces. He was upside down. And he was at a weird angle. He had three different reasons to make it difficult. So yeah. he ended up being a C-section when Madhavi just ran out of energy. He was never in distress, never any danger. She just couldn't try anymore. And they were like, it's not going to happen. He went to C-section was... and they pulled him out. And it said on his record everywhere, girl, 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 girl. So they hold him up, and, you know, babies are babies. The nurse next to me at Madhavi's head goes, oh, she's so pretty. And the nurse on the other side goes, oh, no, he's so handsome. And we're like, what? And they hold him up, and we just see these huge swollen testicles. That's all we see. <laughs> and I turned to Madhavi with a tear in my eye and said, I need to return the Supergirl outfit that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the next day, I was at the Warner Brothers store in the mall going, I need to trade this for a Superboy onesie. Uh, had a son, need a, need, a, need a boy's one. Yeah. I was nine pounds, 13 ounces when I was born. And then I grew. You've lost weight since then. Ar yeah. No, I was going to say that I grew arms and legs <laughs> and a torso. <laughs> I was all head. It was very funny when um, when Jacob was born at 9 3, uh, when I went back to work and I was you know telling people whatever. And this one scientist I worked with uh, was from China and his name was Ba Jin. And he comes over and he goes, 9-3, that's me, that's me. And I was like, what? He goes, it's Bajin. I was like, what? And he goes, apparently, I forget which word is which, but out of the, out of the words Ba and Jin, one of them is half, and the other one is... Uh, 19. It, it's a weight that is twice, you know, it is you know 18.6 pounds. So Bajin is 9.3, which is what his weight was. Like, he weighed, like, you know, saying, like, weighing half a pound. He weighed half a Jin, you know, half a Jin, so he was Bajin. And that's why he was named that. And he goes, that's your son, too. Your son is Bajin, too. And, that's cute. And he used to, like, the next couple of years at work together, he'd always come by and say, how's Bajin doing? That's very cute. Um, so, no, I was going to bring up the idea of other anniversaries. Like, is there any that you, as your family, not just you and Madhavi, but your family celebrates um, or, or commemorates at all? 
I mean, not, nothing I can think. Of. I mean, some a lot of Jewish holidays are inherently anniversaries of events. Yeah. Um, more often than not, uh, but you know, but we don't, we don't really celebrate most of those. Uh, I cannot think of an anniversary of a thing that we celebrate other than like, and we like we don't even celebrate like our Labor Day or or Star Wars Day as much as we joke about it more than we celebrate. Oh, and a little yeah. bit, Molly and I celebrate. Um, February fourteenth, not for Valentine's Day, but two fourteen was the English class that we met in. So we'll call it. We call it. I got one. Like it's one of our special days because two fourteen yeah. is when we met. Nice. But we don't like do anything for it other than you know get drunk and have sex and you know, being official. Weird. That's what I do on two fourteen too. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway, this is a weird transition that I'm about to make. We we I wouldn't say celebrate, but we. Um, Every so, my grandmother died uh, on February tenth of nineteen eighty four. So I was born six months later. She didn't get to see any of her grandkids, but we. My mom does mass, goes to mass, and has like a mass every single year. Like she'll go get like um, the mass dedicated to her mother's memory every single year. But every big one, like this year, will be forty. Um, every big one, you know. We, there's that, and then there's a big reception with like my cousins and my aunts and uncles and my grandfather. It was, it was reminding me of like you know in Jewish tradition you light a candle on the anniversary of a loved yeah. one's death. So it's like oh, I know Catholics are big into candles. Maybe there's a real similar thing going on. Yeah, I mean they do the candles too, like at the beginning of the mass a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean I, is obviously mass a lot, like um, a, 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 a road sequel. It's a sequel to Spam a lot. But we, yeah. Um, so that's the that's the big one that we do, which is weird because, and maybe it's because she was so young, and that's why we keep doing it. But we don't technically we don't typically do it for everyone in the family um, that's died. Uh, I wonder if it's just because she was young. She was forty six, almost forty seven. Yeah, I mean, which is weird because I remember my my mother and her siblings all when they would get to that age being like i'm about to be older than yeah. mom was ever like, was like when, when your grandmother was my age she was dead for six years yeah and 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 i'm like getting closer to yeah. being older than my grandmother ever was you know well, that's uh, not unusual too the, to be older yeah. than your grandmother was i mean at, yeah. at this age it is but but you know i mean yeah. every generation tends to live longer except mine probably because my grandparents Except for my grandfather, who you know was an alcoholic and a gambling addict and blah 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 blah, blah and, and smoked himself to lung cancer death. My other three grandparents were ninety two, ninety seven, one hundred and three. So yeah. I have long life genes. I don't know if me, my parents and I will outlive <laughs> their parents. Yeah. So one of the anniversary death anniversaries that. I would have expected there to be something bigger in my family. Is So in 1984, my grandfather lost his wife, his father, and his mother, and I was born. So bad year for, all around. Um, but he would, he would fucking hate that joke. <laughs> uh, but he, um, no, but he, he, so my grandmother died, his, his wife died in February. I want to say his father died in March or April. And then I was born in August. And his mother, and I only knew that she lived long enough to see me because she held me the one time I met her 
she held me and then they said that she basically she didn't know who i was she just knew that i was a baby because she had alzheimer's and then she died shortly after um and i didn't know much more about her death or or her husband's death months earlier uh, until i started doing some genealogy stuff on on ancestry.com and uh they're not a sponsor of the show uh so but on ancestry i started doing some genealogy stuff and Sarah and I got married on the 30th anniversary of her death and like death anniversaries tend to be such a, even if you don't do something for it, it's usually acknowledged in my mm-hmm. family and nobody fucking said a word. There's no maybe, way that like, they didn't the know. Slate clean. Well, and I think it's possible that they were just like, we aren't, they, I mean, largely my family is very good about knowing not to like not gonna ruin, ruin shit for you, people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so I think maybe that's what it was, but like, it was interesting, like, cause I remember it was only like, we had been married three weeks or four weeks and I was on ancestry, like looking up stuff. And I was like, it's like, Oh, I was like, my great grandmother died 30 years ago on our, you know, like to the day before our, our wedding. So, um, also I was at a, um, I, I, going back to September 11th, it's gotta be about, it was September 11th, I think is a day that anniversary like, to me that's the probably the biggest like anniversary that's not part of my family uh you know we that everybody kind of i don't want to say celebrates commemorates um or at least thinks about revere re- reverence or whatever uh but i my friend uh whom you've not met uh she got married on the 20th anniversary of september 11th and she sent the save the date about six months earlier, and it was her and her husband, you know, like engagement Never photo. Save the date on a magnet, and it said, "It said uh, save the save the date." And I took a picture of it when the magnet came on my fridge. I took the picture and, and said, and sent it to her, and said, "Don't worry, I will never forget." And <laughs> and. Uh, she and she was like participating in the jokes. I mean, and, she picked the date. Well, she picked the date, I think, because uh, the place that she wanted to get married didn't have a previous engagement. I would for say that that's day. probably the day that most of those places are, are least busy. Yeah. So, and, and they, and I think they probably got a better deal on it. But like, I would have my re- my ceremony the day before, then the reception on that day. Yeah. Like preserve the hall, but do the church the day before. Yeah. Well, it was a Saturday, um, but so Sarah, That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, don't don't have your wedding anniversary be the eleventh on Friday night. Have the ceremony, and Saturday yeah. have the party. Like when I was bar mitzvah, Saturday was the bar mitzvah. Sunday was it was the was the religious part. Sunday was the, the celebration part. We did yeah, it in two days. Yeah, so Sarah was like, "You when we you know, do not start making jokes about this. I don't want you getting like you're gonna tell." Your friend, you're gonna tell your friends these jokes, and you're gonna get a couple of laughs. Is it an open and... bar? Cause I'm getting bummed. <laughs> no, she was like, "You're gonna start telling these jokes, and you're yeah, gonna I'm get so a couple." Tired. I'm gonna go home and crash. <laughs> She's like, "You're gonna get a couple of laughs. You're gonna think that they're good jokes. You're gonna get a little drunk or whatever at the wedding, and you're gonna start making these jokes." And I was like, "No, um, well, if I tell you make these jokes, I'll kill." Yeah. And I, and so I, and I just kept making the jokes and, uh, and, and then I get a call from her one day 
and she uh, from the the friend that's getting married that day. I changed my it was beaming <clears> pink <throat> on me. Um, so I get a call from my friend, and she's like, uh, "Hey, I want to talk to you about the wedding." And I was like, "Oh fuck, did I joke too much about it?" And she goes, "Hey, yeah, um, I don't." know if you know this or not but like i'm not really religious anymore so i don't really want to have a religious person do my officiate my wedding and so i don't really have anybody else that like is fits that bill and you're in like obviously like i i i was in your wedding and i want you to be in you know in my wedding and so i was hoping you would officiate i'm like yeah that sounds really cool um and her and i our best friend is is named Pat. Uh, oh, you met Pat. <clears throat> yeah. So we, so Pat and I had this like thing going for a little while where we could see seeing who could be a groomsman more times. And I've been a bridesmaid and a groomsman and obviously a groom. And now I've officiated, so I'm winning. And I told her that I'm like I'm I'm going to be beating Pat. So the the first time I ever officiated a wedding. It was um, two of Jacob's teddy bears from Builder Bear, Doctor nice. Green Bear, and Brown Bear, yeah. and um, and uh, and that friends and we had, we invited friends over. They brought presents. One person brought a bunch of little honey containers, like you'd get at a diner or a Denny's or whatever. Uh, it was very thoughtful. And um, like a year later, that guy who brought the honey calls me up and says, "Yeah, Barbara and I are getting married," and I was like, well, "Congratulations!" He goes, "I'd like you to perform the ceremony." And I'm like, okay, I'll look into it, you know. And uh, and like I went looking into, you know, well, you know, you can get ordained online. So apparently, North Carolina since 1981 has had a law saying that doesn't count in North Carolina. You have to actually have a congregation. They don't let you yeah. have just ordained online. Um, I mean, 1981 it was mail order, but same concept probably. And so I told him that, and he said, well, we 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 want to do is we're going to get married a month ahead of time at like the courthouse. Yeah. So that we can get our passports done because we're going to go honeymoon internationally, and she wants to do it with my last name. But you know, so we want everything to be done. So you'll just be doing like a commitment ceremony, no paperwork. I'm like, cool. He goes, but we don't want anyone to know that. Let's not don't tell anybody that. I'm like, yeah. sure, no problem. So we're at the um, rehearsal night before, and like a friend was hosting a rehearsal party because we act, they were actors and stuff, and don't have a lot of money for you know dinner. So everybody was invited back to someone's house for a party. And at the party, everyone's saying, "So, where's your congregation? So, how are you ordained? So, what you know, what, what religion exactly are you?" And like, they don't want me to say that this is fake. So I'm just massively changing the topic every time someone asks. You you had told me the thing about officiating um, being a, uh, uh, you know, that you had told me that law um, before, and and I went to a wedding in Wilmington for. Sarah, one of Sarah's uh, best friends met a guy from Raleigh in the Peace Corps and they decided to get married down here and they had a friend officiate for them. And and I knew that. And I was like... I have a friend like, who did it, did it too. I'm like, like yeah. the only way you would ever... And I guess, I guess you don't actually have to have a religious thing because they're <clears throat> official human, people who are authorized by the humanist, national humanists. Or so, there's some humanist association, not oh, American nice. humanists, but another one that they are recognized, so you can you can have oh. a humanist officiant too. Yeah, um, but yeah, but not like those not an online thing. And uh, yeah, well, he this guy was online. Yeah, but, yeah but... I know people who've done that too, like friends of mine, like we're a friend, and I'm like, I'm not supposed to do that. But the only way it would ever come out would be if instead of getting divorced, one person challenged it and they 
pulled the records and checked the name and then tried to verify, you know, who it was. Like, there's no process where it ever gets flagged if you right. unless that were to happen, which yeah. is kind of what happened in the original case. So, somebody was getting divorced, and they said, well, we're not even married. Your dad married us, and he's not really a reverend. And that's yeah. how the original thing, they went to court over it. And in court, they said, yeah, you knew what he was, though, so so it counts. And then the legislature passed a law and grandfathered any previous uh, ceremonies yeah. that said going forward, yeah, yeah. that shouldn't happen. Yeah. So Sarah's friends went and got married ahead of time because they needed to for, they were leaving the country uh, for, for call for a school program or whatever. And so they had figured that all out, but they were keeping it a secret. Yeah. And I said to Sarah, I'm like, well, just so you know, like this is the, the, the way the law works. And she was like, well, she said, well, Everybody on the bride side is from Massachusetts and won't fucking know that. Yeah, I mean, most and, people in North Carolina won't know that either. And, she, and then she goes, and I doubt that everybody yeah. on the groom side is is gonna know either. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Sometimes I know it's probably hard to to believe this, but sometimes I get really hung up on on, but 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 that's that's not the right way. That's not the thing. <laughs> yeah. So and. Uh... It's fun because uh, you know I also married my best friend's daughter and her husband. I married not, I didn't marry them to me, but to each other. But they did. This, but they similarly have been married for almost two years already. But they, he was in the military, so they rushed and got married to get on the waiting list for married quarters when he moved back to North Carolina. Because if they waited to get married till he was here, he'd be in the barracks, and they would yeah. it would take a year to get a place together. So when they when he finally came here. They rented a uh, castle that's in uh, Greensboro, I think, either Greensboro or High Point, somewhere in that direction. And I did the ceremony and my entire, like they did vows for each other, but my vows that I did for them in ceremony was entirely references to comedy and science fiction movies and not all romance. Some of them were just like the description of flying a spaceship in Firefly. I was like, you know, She'll trust her and she'll always bring you home, lightly touching the ground. You know, it's like it's just the description he gave of his ship. And, and then for their first anniversary, I took a bunch of pictures that they posted on Facebook from the wedding, took it to like Walgreens and had it printed in a book with the lines of my vows through the like all the pages with end notes. And then the last three pages were the, all the references of everything came from. Did you uh, did you guys do your own vows or, or no? Yes and no. Yeah, so you know, we had a Hindu wedding, so our vows were incomprehensible, and it was really us. You know, it it, it was uh, yeah. So it was right, like like translate. He did English translations, so there are actually seven promises that I have to make to her while we walk around like uh, the Eternal Flame of Hibachi, um, and then three promises she makes to me as we walk back around the other way, um, and like after that she sits on my left and steps on my right, and we're married. Um, so there was that at the ceremony, but at our reception, which we did a very northern style reception uh, here in North Carolina, my Kearney brothers um, devoured all the food at the buffet, not knowing there was a sit-down dinner afterwards because I'm a northerner and that's how we do it. And they they're used to southern weddings where there's appetizers and cake. They they, they almost killed them. Um, but so we did our own vows because there was no ring exchange in the Indian ceremony because the wife gets a necklace and that's it. So we did our own vows um, at the reception and exchanged rings. Nice. So we we were given. So we got a justice of the peace that married us, 
Um, and he had like a binder of suggestions. Like it was, if you want to go religious, this is some ways to do it. And if you want to do this and not just with the, you know, the whole ceremony, we mm -hmm. basically get to That's coordinate how the, the ceremonies done too. Because yeah. every area of India is different. Literally, the Hindu priest had a binder and he said, do you do this part? My, my in-laws are going through yeah. going, yes, no, no, yes, no. Yeah. And he basically built our um, yep. ceremony based on different traditions. Right. And so the vows part had that too, where it was like, this is a common line. This is a line, you know, like, and, and, we, and we went through that. But we didn't write our own. I was okay. I wanted, I kind of wanted to write our own. But Sarah was like, I don't want, you're a writer. You're a writer. I don't want to, I don't want to like go <laughs> not uh, before or after you. <laughs> so. Not even I met in English class, so we're good. Yeah. No, Sarah, Sarah I think, I don't know. I don't know. If, if I had written them, who knows? You could have written both. Here, I, I, I probably time. offered. I don't remember. It's been so long. Um, Right. Should we transition to episode two? So if we're finished, are we finished up with personal anniversary? Yeah. And episode two, let's transition to more global stuff. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, but before we, we, you know, so right now we're going to wrap up um, at part one of, of the anniversary episode. But uh, while you're waiting for next week's episode to come out, you can go on. Um, you, you can go on whatever, wherever you found this podcast and you can give it a, a thumbs up a or a like episodes or a... and we're so professional and we know how to end it yeah you can uh, you know you... if you if you wanna you could you know somewhere maybe i don't know hey i'm working up to it here so uh you can you can go on and and like subscribe um give hey, us a review watch on youtube like this video subscribe to the channel and ring the bell for notifications if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you give us a five-star review because that's the most important one on iTunes. But actually, if you're in any um, podcast system that lets you uh, rate us, please go ahead and do. And you know what? Set us to auto-download so that every episode gets downloaded, even if you're not going to listen, because it really helps us out. Thanks so much. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk about the big anniversaries. I did have one other thing I wanted to add, which was the Patreon stuff. So obviously we have Patreon. Uh, we've talked about it before. If this is your first episode, uh, uh, you can go to patreon.com backslash talking about the big stuff. Um, but as of this week, or for you all, and in, in, it's actually as of two weeks ago, uh, we have so iTunes added a or Apple Podcasts added a function for subscriptions as well. So if you want to get the uncensored versions, I'm uploading them there as well. It's the same pricing, three dollars a month. Um, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button in there as opposed to the follow button, and it will have you, you know, just double check your password or whatever you have for your purchases. It's three dollars a month, um, or you can do thirty dollars a year. Uh, that was an option on there, which was cool. Um, but it'll be all the same stuff that's on Patreon, um, which is, you know, uncensored versions of things. So you can yeah. hear what Mike told me in the privacy of this record. Yeah. And if we get to the if we get to enough subscribers on the two locations, then you can get some humiliation more often than we do. Yeah. We have some humiliating stories that I'm going to tell. So 
Um, anyway, back to uh, we will we will get back to you next week with more anniversaries uh, and other big stuff. The preceding podcast has been a Chocolate Diamond Media LLC production. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.